Real Exam English, Season 3, Change. Hello and welcome to Real Exam English. My name is Trevor and today's episode is about change. Things change, people change, places change, languages change, changes everywhere, right? In this episode, we hear some really interesting answers about what changes are happening around the world, from New York to London to Spain to Australia. We also hear some lovely phrasal verbs. We look at a great way to structure monologues. And of course, we've plenty of top vocabulary too. You can find the transcript for this episode on the Real Exam English website, realexamenglish.com. It can be a really useful tool to make sure you don't miss any of that super language that you hear. Okay then, let's go with the questions. Is change inevitable or can things just stay the same as they are? This is definitely a question with two major parts to it. There's like the personal part and there's the part of science or the world or even I suppose the universe as a whole. Um, I think people on a personal level generally can stay essentially the same. There will be some amount of change, but... There are certainly people who live a very straightforward track in life and they are happy in doing so. Um, I don't necessarily see anything wrong with that. I think that's fine so long as it's not harming everyone, anyone, uh, etc., etc. However, society, the world as a whole, certainly changes. In fact, it's very normal for it to change. Um, and I, I think that happiness or humanity's ability to look forward in the future and make things better needs to roll with and be comfortable with these changes. I think actually change is something we shouldn't fight and change is something that we should flow with. Some people don't like it when things change. Why do you think that is? I guess that people don't like it when things change because there are probably a bunch of reasons, but I think the main reason off the top of my head is that they are happy and enjoying the life that they have. Um, I think the younger sort of generation, like millennials and below, are really starting to understand that life is not as set in concrete as we might have thought in the past. We can talk about the coronavirus pandemic really changes things, really has thrown things in pieces. Also, even on a personal basis, so many of my friends are, are families of divorce or where a parent has died or something along those lines. Decisions that we make are not impenetrable to change. Divorces occur. Uh, people have different feelings about each other. Uh, relationships fall apart. People draw apart. Uh, society as a whole changes. Pandemics occur. People do not like the change because it's removing them from something, from a happy time, something they consider that they want or that they are happy with. Two class answers there. I love the way he structures both of them. He gives a personal view and then a more global view. In fact, this is a great strategy to use when you have to give a long answer to any tricky English question or in a monologue too, like in the Cambridge C2 exam, for instance, or in the Escuela Eficial de Idiomas in Spain and in many English exams, really. So you can give a personal view, a local one, and then a global one. For instance, if you're talking about vaccines, you could say, personally, I'm all in favor of them. In my town, most people got vaccinated and there were very few hospitalizations. Nevertheless, around the world, there are many people who still don't have access to vaccines, which is totally unfair. That's a handy little strategy for you. Personal, local, and global. 
Also in the second answer, we heard a couple of phrasal verbs, relationships fall apart and people draw apart. So if something falls apart, then it breaks essentially. And if people draw apart, then they gradually become more distant. You can also say drift apart, which has a similar meaning. Like after college, my friends and I drifted apart. We hardly see each other anymore. One last expression to pick up on here is along those lines. So he said his friends are from families of divorce or where a parent has died or something along those lines. This expression means similar in type. Another example would be, we're going to travel around Ireland this summer, something along the lines of the trip that Maria did last year. According to the Cambridge Dictionary, this is a C2 level expression, which is nice to know. That's a cool feature of the Cambridge Dictionary, by the way. They usually list the level of the expression or phrasal verb or whatever. It can be beneficial to know which ones are higher level and therefore more impressive to use. Is the pace of change quicker today than in the past? Um, let's see. Well, uh, as a 28-year-old, uh, I could say uh, yes. Uh, it seems like things are changing quickly in the U.S. when I think about the state of affairs um, you know, New York City, I have a father in New York City, I have family in New York City. It's gotten so um, smelly, so smelly, so quickly. Uh, I was in New York just a couple of days ago, and it smells so bad. And, you know, it, it wasn't like that. And the last time I was in New York, like even like a couple months ago, it smelled less. Uh, there's a lot more homeless people, you know, that's happened very quickly. Um, so, you know, my frame of reference is, you know, what I see around me. Uh, and, you know, I see things happening quickly. You know, we had these vaccine uh, sites that popped up very quickly. And we went from being, you know, basically on lockdown to now being, uh, you know, uh, everything being opened wide up. Uh, so I think things are changing pretty quickly, you know, in good directions and in bad directions. Interesting answer there from Smelly New York. So he starts off with a little time buyer. Let's see. Well, this gives him a couple of seconds to think. Then he says, when I think about the state of affairs in New York City, which means the present situation in New York City, another example would be, Eastern Ukraine is in a bad state of affairs at the moment. He had another nice expression, which was my frame of reference is what I see around me. Your frame of reference is the things around you that influence your opinions or decisions. For example, Republicans and Democrats have completely different frames of reference when you consider they watch news channels, which present differing versions of events. This is just a reminder that if you are looking for classes, then get in touch and I'll be happy to help you, whether you're preparing for an exam or just want to get more fluent with your spoken English in individual classes or group classes, whatever works best for you. You can send an email to realexamenglish at gmail.com or contact me through the Real Exam English website or Instagram or Facebook. Lots of options for you. What are you waiting for? How do you think the place you live will change over the next few years? 
it, it, I look at it in two ways. One is that um, we've been following very closely for the last, say, five years, the economic development of my small town. I mean, I live within the province of Seville, but I live outside the town. And many people have worked, many neighborhood organizations, grassroots organizations have worked really, really, really hard for it not to get exploited into a little bit of a shopping center here or instead of five, five homes in that plot, 17 in Florida, you know, they really looked at like shutting all of that down. Um, and so I'm hoping in the next five years, did you say about five, five years was the question. I'm hoping that that doesn't change. And we're all very um, observant and, and, and looking at those things and trying to make sure that we, we support a local business. So, so they can stay afloat and all of those kind of things. To stay afloat. Nice. That means that they have enough money to stay open. Like many shops are struggling to stay afloat with the increased competition from multinational chains. We also heard this lovely word grassroots. She mentioned there are grassroots organizations where she lives. This means organizations run by ordinary people rather than by the leaders in the community. Another good example would be the political party has lost touch with its grassroots. Something needs to change. One other thing to pick up on here, and that is the place where she lives, Seville, which is in Spain. I think I'm right in saying that this is the only city in Spain which has an English translation from the Spanish Sevilla. But it's a worthwhile point to bring up. When speaking in English, be careful with the pronunciation of place names that are the same in your own mother tongue. If you're from Madrid, for example, and you tell an English speaker you're from Madrid, then they may struggle to understand you. So just watch out for that. How do you think the place you live will change over the next few years? I think probably uh, that it will change in the next few years in terms of I mean, my neighborhood, I think, will probably won't really change that much. I think, if anything, we might have a different, we might have different uh, ethnic groups living in my area. Um, but other than that, I think it will probably stay the same, pretty much. We might have a few generic shops, a few more generic shops than we do. Um, how the city I live in will change. Well, I mean, these cities always change. You know, you things come and go, shops come and go, people come and go. Um, governments come and go, styles come and go, buildings come and go. So, you know, I mean, uh, you know, I, I hadn't been to central London for a while. And when I went, I was like, well, where are all these shops that I knew? Where are all the restaurants I knew? It's completely different. Ah, London. I miss it so much. Such a fantastic city. The speaker uses this very typical phrase to explain what she was thinking when she last visited the city centre. I was like, where are all the shops I know? So by using, I was like, you're telling the listener, this is what I was thinking at that specific moment. Other examples would be when I first saw the Grand Canyon, I was like, this is amazing. Or when I first started doing use of English exercises, I was like, I'm never going to pass this exam. But then with Trevor's help, I managed it. Hooray! What changes would you like or not like to see in this country? I would like to see this country embrace its socialist past, become a little bit more charitable towards people. I would like to see the NHS properly funded. Um, I would like to see us stop trying to be America because America is clearly broken. Um, let's do that. Let's start 
treating poor people properly. Let's start, you know, focusing on practical apprenticeship-based qualifications for people that don't have academic skills, that kind of stuff, like some grassroots grassroots shit. Make the world a better place. Some people don't like it when things change. Why do you think that is? Because you get comfortable. I do this myself. Like I'm, I, I can see how my day is going to go. I can see how my life is going and then something changes and you're like, but this is different. I, I'm not sure if I like this. And it, it makes you frustrated and angry. So, and embracing change is difficult for some people. It sure is. I like that collocation to embrace change, which means to accept something in a positive way. He also said his country should embrace its socialist past. We heard that word grassroots again, although this time it was to do some grassroots shit. Obviously not appropriate vocabulary to use in an exam. In the pub with your mates, fine. And speaking of the pub, I think it's time for me to go, as this is the last episode in season three of the podcast. I will be releasing a series of shorter episodes in the near future, so keep an eye out for those. For everyone doing exams, best of luck with them, and to you and to all the listeners, thank you very much for listening. Okay then, take care, and all the best, Trevor. Trevor.